the KB Radio Network is proud to present the Dome Patrol, your podcast of the Hudak Nation. Now here's your host, Kevin Reed. Who that, everyone? Welcome to the KB Radio Network's Dome Patrol Podcast. I am your host, Kevin Reed. And once again, for the last time, I guess, Merry Christmas to all. Um, I hope everybody got what they wished for. I hope Santa came down the chimney and gave everybody their, their, their PlayStation 5s and whatever else you asked for this year for Christmas. Uh, because... Uh, Saints got a lump of coal for Christmas <laughs> this year. This has been one of the most brutal years for our New Orleans Saints. It has been just bad news after bad every single week, it seems like. It's just brutal. And this week is no exception as the Saints prepare to take on the Miami Dolphins this Monday night in the Caesars Superdome. And there are so many storylines going into this game. I don't even know where to begin. I mean, um, (laughs) Saints are coming off a big victory against Tampa Bay just this past Sunday night when they defeated the Tampa Bay Buccaneers 9-0. Nice little goose egg we handed Tom Brady and the Buccaneers where we saw Tom Brady revert back to a a little child and throw temper tantrums and curse out our coaches and uh, the the referees and teammates and everything else, breaking tablets. And I mean, I've never seen Tom Brady that frustrated in my life. And that was all because of our New Orleans Saints. And it felt so good to witness that. And I thought that was probably the best gift we can get for Christmas. Uh, we were looking good playoff wise, and we still do. Statistically, we looked real good playoff wise. I mean, uh, Philadelphia Eagles Eagles loss. Um, we got a 49ers loss just the other night, and the Saints are in prime position with three games left, going up against uh, our upcoming opponent, the Dolphins, and then we have a Carolina and Falcons game left on the slate. So it was look looking kind of promising as far as a playoff push, and it's still it's still possible. But but um injuries and COVID seems to be a stumbling block that are that is currently in our way. Um, now speaking of COVID, uh, last week, as everybody know, we didn't have our uh, uh captain of the ship. We didn't have our leader. We didn't have our head coach, Sean Payton, due to him testing positive for COVID. 
So, uh, duties went over to Dennis Allen as the acting head coach on Sunday night, and he did an awesome job, as you can see. Now, Sean Payton has returned. He is back. He is cleared. He has tested negative, and he is back with the team, and I'm glad to hear not only he's back with the team, but more importantly, that he is healthy and uh, got over his second bout with COVID. But that's pretty much uh, where the good news ends. Well, we have a couple. We, we, we got some more. Let's, let's get all the good news out the way. Let's do that first before we start getting to the doom and gloom portion of this episode. Uh, Pro Bowl selections were announced this week. And wouldn't you know the Saints are sending a couple of players to the Pro Bowl? Well, four to be exact. And it was pretty much the usual suspects with the exception of one. Um... Our four Pro Bowlers is, of course, Alvin Kamara, Cameron Jordan, Marshawn Lattimore, and a shocker, I guess you could say, um, safety or special teamer, JT Gray. And um, I'm glad to see that. You know, it's good to see JT because he's on special teams. You know, the forgotten <laughs> the forgotten crew of this uh my uh, Miami of this New Orleans team but i mean special teams has been very consistent this season i really thought our punter would uh make it in um Gillian Gillikin i mean yeah i thought he would get in cuz he has been awesome awesome i mean his punts have been out of this world but I mean, hey, somebody go out of special teams. I'm fine. And um, JT Gray, good for him. And this isn't the last time you're going to hear his name mentioned on today's episode. Um, but I'm glad to hear that we did have some Pro Bowlers go in. Uh, I can't really say there was any snubs. Um, I can make a case for Demario Davis, maybe, but. The last couple of weeks, Demario Davis' name hasn't really been uh, prominent as it was, you know, in the beginning half of this season. He was really uh, wrecking shop this se- earlier this season. And then it seems maybe about a month. For a month, I haven't heard his name. Uh, saw a couple of games within that time period where... He did not look good. You know, he had a kind of off game. Not never a bad game, but a little off game. But um other than that, I don't know any other player that I would consider a snub as far as on the Saints team and regarding the Pro Bowl selection. So those are uh those are pretty accurate, and I'm cool with that. And um that's it for the good news. Now let's <laughs> let's move on to the bad. The bad uh this week COVID. Uh this new uh Oricon, I guess it's called or whatever. This new variant of uh COVID is just wrecking shop. Not only in sports, but you know, everywhere. <laughs> it is bad. And um the outbreaks are 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 just going wow you know we already see the nfl moving a few games around i mean just last week alone they moved about four games um due to outbreaks and even in the nba a lot of nba games 
uh, have been canceled uh, or postponed rather because they didn't have enough players to play a play an actual game, you know, due to the outbreak. Uh, a couple of star players didn't play on um, uh, uh, Christmas Day, which is their big marquee day for the NBA. Um, yeah, it's bad. It's getting real bad. And the Saints were no, are no exception. Um, Saints have, and I don't have a total because every day the number rises. But I can tell you that a lot of key pieces will not be present Monday night due to testing positive for COVID. Uh, let me just rattle off some of the names here. Um, offensive tackle Ryan Ramchek, who was already hurt already injured trying to come back on the field and boom he gets hit with COVID he is out uh name I just mentioned not too long ago uh Demario Davis tested positive Dwayne uh Washington running back positive uh another name that I mentioned not too long ago JT Gray tested positive Malcolm Jenkins positive two of our Tight ends, Adam Troutman and Jawan Johnson, both out COVID. Uh, and we have about uh, eight others uh, and four coaches <laughs> as well who will be out. But out of those eight remaining, two of them are quarterbacks, Taysom Hill and Trevor Simeon, which leads us to the big news of the week. This Monday night in the Dome, for the first time this season, not only starting, but being active <laughs> on the roster. Who He would not be on the sideline with a hoodie for the first time this season. Will be rookie quarterback Ian Book will start for the New Orleans Saints this Monday night against the Miami Dolphins. My thoughts on that is this. I feel that um, I did at one point want to see Ian Book, and, you know, just to see what we got. And, and, and I still feel that way, and I'm happy he's getting the start. I didn't want it to be under these circumstances, of course, but um, I'm happy to see him on the field. Just to see what he, you know, what it's all about. I hate the, the part I hate about it. It's Monday night. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? It's a primetime game. This is his first start. The Saints are in a, 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 a heated playoff race. And it's just too much pressure. That is a lot of pressure um, on a rookie this late into the season. Now, it's nobody's fault. It's, it, I mean, COVID. It's, no, it's really nobody's fault. But I wish... He could have got in for, you know, a little sooner, but it is what it is. I, I, I hate that. It's, I hate that it's coming down, came down to this. Um, then you have so many pieces missing. Uh, you know, your offensive line is already banged up and you have Ram trap Ram check who is out and, uh, Teron Armstead. He is out. Um, with a knee, he's still having practice none this week, which indicates that he will once again miss another game. 
uh, after missing last week as well. But going into the going into this game, let's go over our injured injury list, and it's really not that big as far as injuries are concerned. <laughs> as far as injuries are concerned, but uh, it's it's smaller than what I thought it would be. COVID was much bigger. Anyways, uh, on our injury report, as I mentioned before, tackle Teron Armstead knee did not practice this week. Uh, they haven't designated him as out, but I'm pretty much, you could pretty much count it. He's out. <laughs> um, defensive end Marcus Davenport shoulder. He was limited all week. Questionable. And Marcus Davenport, I, I'm, I love him. I love him when he is a hundred percent and he's on the field because he is truly disruptive. Did you not see him Sunday night? He was a man possessed. Him and Cam Jordan gave uh, uh, Tom Brady nightmares all week. I, Tom Brady still waking up shaking from what took place Sunday night because of those two fellas. And Marcus Davenport, he does this every time. Every time he has a good game, a standout game, he's out the next week. And he's he hadn't been designated as out, but he's always hurt. He's made you got to wrap him up in bubble wrap, man, because he he constantly is on the injury report. I'm tired of seeing his name on the injury report. I'm, I'm, I'm serious. And, you know, if the man can't help it, if he get hurt, he get hurt. But it's getting disgusting at this point. I, I'm, I'm serious, bro. And I love him. I love him. But, oh, my gosh, people. Anyways, uh, wide receiver to uh, want Smith shoulder he was limited all week it not it doesn't matter because three Tron smith he has been a big disappointment man i mean he that whole receiving core i i just i have no words for him i didn't talk about them enough it's really nothing else to say they are boo boo kitty uh and safety marcus williams shoulder he was a full participant in practice all week he is expect he is expected to play, and that's it for the injury report, which is a shocker, which is nice, which is cool, um, because clearly, clearly it could be worse. But oh, that COVID man, that COVID list is is demoralizing. <laughs> it is really demoralizing going up against a team who has rattled off six in a row, I believe. Uh, Miami Dolphins. I know they're on a nice winning streak. I think it's six, six or seven. I know they're seven and seven, same record as the Saints right now. But that is like, man, this is going to be a tough, ta tough task for the New Orleans Saints, especially limping into this game with so much missing and with the threat of even more being missing because of the outbreak. You know, you don't know who got it. <laughs> you know, probably could test positive. Uh, uh, uh today or, or the next day before the game before you know right before the game or anything you know that's how crazy this virus is so just fingers crossed that this is where the list ends you know keep them in prayer man because i don't know how much more we can afford to lose at this point i mean coaches as well i mean we lost coaches uh early on in this season in a game um i think it was carolina game we lost all we didn't have any of our assistant coaches and it showed <laughs> it showed in that game. I mean, we got demoralized in that game. Um, 
granted, the coaches aren't on the field, but they can't call in protections and stuff like that. I mean, really, think about it. All the assistant coaches were gone. All of them. And so uh, it's going to be tough. Not only that, going back to Ian Book, due to the outbreak, they couldn't practice normally. They had to practice virtually. So you asking this man for the first time, his first start, he's going over plays. They're having Zoom meetings going into this game. So <laughs> you can't get timing down. You can't get chemistry down on Zoom. Uh, so <laughs> uh, it's like, oh, my God, what is what's going to happen? <laughs> what's going to happen Monday night? Uh God help us. That's all I can say. But this is truly a big game. I don't want to downplay it. This is a big game. If we are uh, in serious contention for this playoff push, which is in our grasp, it's not like we are out of the realm of possibility here or we have a a, a steep hill to climb. It's really not. It's... It, we control our own destiny. Honestly, we, we all we have to do is win. Just win out, which is asking a lot. But, you know, I mean, we're not going against the 85 Bears. We're not going against the 2000 Ravens, you know, <laughs> the 72 Dolphins. No, we're not going against all that. We're going against some weaker competition. I say it that much, you know, without trying to disrespect these teams you know they're all in the league but saints are on paper better team you know are a better team than those teams in my humble opinion but uh the saints starting quarterbacks Taysom hill and backup uh trevor simeon were among a dozen of new orleans players testing positive for COVID 19 this week leaving their availability in doubt which has now been confirmed as no go <laughs> while the Saints prepare rookie Ian Book for a possible start. Uh this is this is this game possibly everybody could be making break. Um it, well there's no possibility in it. If the Saints lose this game, you can really cancel Christmas, even though Christmas already passed. You can you can <laughs> you can kill the playoffs. Um uh, because you're going to need too much, too much, too much going to have to go to the left as far as the NFL in order for you to make this playoff push because you put yourself maybe two, three games behind with two games left. So, um, it, it all comes down to this. Um, nobody, uh, as far as offensive coordinator, and I put that in air quotes, Pete Carmichael, they Talked to him earlier this week about Ian Book starting and he kind of, you know, deflected. Didn't really speak on it. And it's really nothing to speak on. And there's nothing really you can say at this point. Uh, the Saints are uh, desperate. <laughs> to put it kindly, they're desperate. But let me go through some stats and then we're going to get out of here. It's Christmas. <laughs> At the time of this recording is Christmas Day, so I got to get back to the family. So we're going to uh, go over some of these stats, and I wanted to point out some things. Um, let's go over the team leaders on this team because this is this is kind of amusing to me. Um, 
Leading rusher on the team, of course, is Alvin Kamara. He has 668 yards. Uh, our leading receiver on this team is Marquez Callaway with 555 yards. Our leading tackler, who won't be playing uh, Monday night, uh, Demario Davis, he has 95 tackles. Our leading uh, 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 interception getter, <laughs> I guess you could say, is P.J. Williams. P.J. Williams, somebody who... A year or two ago, I was ready to just uh, throw him out on his head <laughs> when he was on the team. But they put him at safety, and he has flourished uh, playing in that safety role. Sometimes he's nickel, but mo mainly in safety roles, and he he's done better. So, uh, but the one I left off, if you notice, was our passing yards leader. And this is crazy to me because we're 15 weeks into this season, 15 weeks. And for 15 weeks, uh, well, out of those 15 weeks, we didn't have our starter going into this season, which is Jameis Winston. He only played seven of them. He only played seven games out of these 15 games. And he is still our passing leader with uh, 11. Uh, 1170 yards he is the leading passer on this team and from what i can see uh yards wise he's going to continue he's going to finish this season as the leading passer on this team the one closest to him is trevor simeon and they're separated by 100 yards but trevor simeon is not the starter so <laughs> Uh, Taysom Hill is of pretty much the starter, and he only has 650 yards. And I don't see him throwing it, <laughs> getting getting uh getting over a thousand with these three games left. Well, he's gonna miss Monday, so that's out. So with them two games left, I don't see him throwing for 600 yards. Um, <laughs> it's just not gonna happen. Uh, the Saints also signed. And I missed this. Uh, forgot to say. Saints also signed as a backup because, of course, there are Ian Book is the only quarterback we have <laughs> available right now. So the Saints had to sign a quarterback to back him up, and the Saints did. They signed uh, quarterback Blake Bortles um, to the roster. Um, Blake Bortles, he he's a journeyman. I think he started off in Jacksonville, um, and a few other teams as a backup. But he's not—he's not nobody who's gonna come in and just take over. Uh, he's really here for a body. He's here if in case Ian Book get concussed or something through the game. So he—he—that's basically what he's here for. Uh, yeah. But I, I found that amusing that week fifteen and Jameis Winston hadn't been here for ten of them, just about, huh? I'm going to go into 10 and he's still the passing leader. And it looks like he's going to finish the season as the passing leader. Crazy. <laughs> that is wow to me. Uh, team stats. Uh, the team stats we have uh, total points per game. Saints 22.4. Um, total points. Saints have 313. Total touchdowns, Saints have 39. First downs, total first downs, Saints 260. 
rushing first downs, uh, 96, and passing, 141. First downs by penalties, they have 23. Um, third down efficiency, Saints, 65 of 179. That's a 36.3 percentage. Uh, fourth down efficiency, Saints are 10 for 17. That is a 58.8 percentage, which isn't horrible, but which they don't, as you can see, they don't go for it on fourth a lot. So there's that. Um, passing, uh, Net yardage, Saints have passed this season 2,724 yards. That's uh, 6.7 yards per attempt. Um, passing touchdowns, they only have 25. Interceptions, 11. Um, rushing, Saints have uh, 1,640 yards rushing this season, 4 yards per rush uh, per game. They average uh, 117.1 yards per game and 12 touchdowns this season. Offensive plays, 871. Total yardage, 4,542. Yards per game, Saints have 324.4 yards per game. Um, time of possession, Saints average 30 minutes, 24 seconds, which pretty much is the first half, first or second half, just a half of a game. Um, I guess that's good. <laughs> that's, I, I would prefer them to be better than 50% in time of possession. That means that they've controlled the ball, you know, held the ball, but they have it. But anyways, uh, Saints, as far as Playoffs are concerned. They are currently in the ninth spot out of a seven spot playoff race. <laughs> they sit behind currently the Philadelphia Eagles and the Minnesota Vikings who hold that last playoff spot. The playoff picture goes like this. Uh, right now, the number one seed is the Green Bay Packers and the number two seed is the Dallas Cowboys rounding off. And we know there's only one bye week there. So um, that would go to Green Bay if playoffs were to start today. Um, rounding off the playoff picture in the number three in the NFC. Uh, number three, you have the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Number four, Arizona Cardinals. Number five, LA Rams. Number six, the 49ers, and like I said before, number seven, the uh, Minnesota Vikings. In the bubble, Eagles, Saints. We we have, and behind us, we have Washington, who sits at six and eight. But uh, we're, we're seven and seven. Eagles are seven and seven. Vikings are seven and seven. Uh, also, um, well, yeah. There's seven, seven. I'm, I'm, that, that don't even apply to us. Uh, this is where it gets murky. We have the Saints. Saints are going to take on. Now, by the time we have our game Monday, we're going to know about the Vikings where, uh, who played the Rams. Um, 
And we're going to know about uh, the Eagles who play the Giants. Nine times out of ten, just my prediction, Vikings going to lose. <laughs> I'm going to say Vikings going to lose to the Rams. Um, That was put them back to seven and eight. Now, this is I'm just spitballing here, people. It says we're going to play the Saints can make the playoff game. Um, let's let's do it like this. Vikings are going to lose to the Rams. Eagles and the Giants. <laughs> you know, my heart say Giants. My brain says Eagles. Um, I don't see the Giants pulling that off. What hurts even more. We already lost to the Eagles earlier this season. So that's where that's where games like that come back to haunt you. Because now we have to sit here and hope and pray for the Eagles to drop off against a Giants, uh, a, a four and ten Giants team. Now, that being said, we lost to the Giants early this season. We were one of those four who lost to the Giants. So I guess anything is possible. Um, and it is a division matchup. So, you know, go blue. You know, <laughs> we need the, we need the Giants to beat Philly. Um, and then more importantly, out of all those scenarios, we need the Saints to handle their business against the Miami Dolphins, which leads to our prediction. My prediction for this game. I don't know if the Saints can overcome this. It, this is so much. And I, I know it sounds like a broken record. I said this last week, you know, with so many people out, so many players that were hurt and having our coach not there going up against a, a, a Tampa Bay team who looked like they're primed to go back to the Super Bowl. I, I, I said that we will lose. I was not sadly mistaken, but happily mistaken. Um, this week is it's. it's it's a pick 'em for me. I, I I haven't honestly watched enough Miami games to give a fair assessment on how good or how bad they are. Apparently, they are good because, as I stated early on in this show, they are on a winning streak. I'm still thinking it's six games. I think it's like a six-game win streak. Um, and they look they're looking good. Even in the games they lost, they look good. Now, I did witness some games, but they lost them, but they look good in them. I haven't watched them enough in these in on this run to see where they're at. Um, but we catch, I will honestly say we have trouble with Jalen Hurts uh, for Philadelphia. And uh, Tua is just as tough. You know, Peter, they both come from Alabama and whatever. They sim there are they're similar quarterbacks. And so uh and with DeMario Davis not being there, uh uh possibly we is a question mark on uh Marcus Davenport. Oh, I don't know. Um I'm gonna say this. I think the Saints might we're at home. There may be a little energy behind that. It's Monday night. Uh, mm, mm, mm. I can't pick it. I, I, I can't pick it. I, I, I'm trying to. I'm trying to. I'm sitting here trying to convince myself to pick it. I can't. I can't. Uh, 
no, I can't. <laughs> uh, I'm, I'm thinking, you know what? I'm just going to make a one just to be consistent with the show. I, I do make predictions. I say Saints come out with a victory. I say Saints win 14 to 10. How's that? I'm, I'm Saints, I give the Saints a slight edge because it's at home. That's it. If it was on a roll, I think I think we lose in Miami. But I'm going to give us the little edge because we're at home. So, I hope and pray I'm right. I hope I didn't jinx it. Because normally when I pick us to lose, we win. And when I pick us to win, we lose. Hope this streaks break on this one. <laughs> but anywho, that's it. That's the game. I am hyped up for it. Monday night. Uh... Our last Monday night game of the year. We've had a lot of primetime games this season. I didn't even realize this one was Monday night until after. I mean, we're back-to-back primetime. We was Sunday night last week and we're Monday night this week. We have a lot of primetime games. Uh, unfortunately, we haven't lived up to the primetime moniker for most of the season, with the exception of last week. Hopefully, we keep it going. Uh, keep our playoff hopes alive. No matter what happens with Philly or Minnesota, let's handle our business. You know, let's finish strong. Let's do what we do best. And that's win. Because that's what we do. So, everybody, as I said before, I'm happy and glad uh, that we made it through this holiday season. I hope that the holiday season uh, has blessed you. Uh, your, with you and your family that you were safe because uh, as you saw with see with the Saints organization how rampant this uh, virus is going I hope everybody kept themselves protected and safe um, uh, so we can be around for this playoff push so we can be around in another week for a happy new year and so uh, all, all games aside football aside personally I hope that everybody is keeping their selves safe. But as far as football is concerned, let's get it. Um, we're at the home stretch now. We're rounding third, heading home. Let's see how we finish. Let's see, let's see if we can get across home plate safe. All right, everybody. Don't forget, continue to support this show. You can look in the link below. Uh, click, click that link and you can support this show monetarily wise. And I would greatly appreciate it. But if not, I still love and appreciate you for listening. Also, if you are listening on iTunes or Apple Podcasts, don't forget to leave those five-star ratings and reviews. Don't forget to look us up on Spotify. Follow the show. Click the bell icon so you can be updated whenever we drop a new episode. Just look up the KB Radio Network. Look us up on various social media platforms, whether it's Facebook, Instagram, or Twitter at the KB Radio Network, as well as anchor.fm. Everyone, thank you. Love you. See you after the game. And who that? <laughs>